My name is Catalina del Carmen, and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color. I'm a wife, mom, amiga, prima, and I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business. On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I hope you are doing well. Y'all, this is the last episode of 2022 and Damn, has it been a freaking year. I have been celebrating Christmas because it's the last week of the year. And um, I'm recording this just before it goes out. And I have really been spending a lot of time, I mentioned this on the last episode, celebrating myself. And I think during Christmas, I... I mean, the reality is I have never, ever felt this much abundance. And I don't mean abundance in just the like money and wealth, you know, not just in terms of money and wealth. I just feel abundance in love and abundance in in just like the good things in life. And I think it's because... I gave birth this year to my second boy, my second baby, and I think this Christmas I just was really counting my blessings and thinking about how freaking blessed I am and sort of in awe of the life that I've created, um, that we have created, my husband and I, and I will be honest, this was the first Christmas where we really, really splurged on each other for our gifts. I got my first designer designer bag as a gift. I got my husband a really nice, expensive, forever suit and a lot of other like men's furnishings. Um, and I like it, it just felt like a dream this Christmas. And I think it was the perfect way to start the year. Uh, I shouldn't say start the year. It was the perfect way to end the year because it had has been such a roller coaster and such a journey. And it, yeah, I just feel incredibly grateful and very aware of how great I have it. And how even in a really tough year in terms of physical pain and lots of anxiety and lots of newness in my business and so much managing of my mind and really learning how to be compassionate with myself, I I, I just feel incredibly grateful because I know that 
this was not our life. Um, when we, when my husband and I first got together, like it just was in our life and it's pretty crazy how much can happen in just, I don't know, we've been together, I guess, married almost nine years and together for almost, well, I don't know, 12, 11, <laughs> you'll have to ask him. Anyways, I am just sitting in gratitude really sitting in gratitude. And on today's episode, I wanted to share some of my biggest lessons of 2023 looking back, 2022 looking back and what I know for sure going into a new year. I'm really excited for the new year, really excited for 2023. And I just love new beginnings. I've always have. I love like new year energy and like new new year new me like I am all into it I will drink all the freaking Kool-Aid and I think it's because it that type of thinking has always given given me a lot of freedom to to just make it safe for me to start over again and to begin again and to be a beginner again and I I just, yeah, like I, I really embrace that. So today I want to cover some of the biggest lessons of 2022 with you. But before that, I want to thank you so much for listening this year to, to the podcast. I want to thank you for the words that you've shared with me. If you have via Apple podcast reviews if you've DM'd me on Instagram, um, thanking me for my content or giving me some just words that are loving, I just want to thank you. I have needed it more than ever this year, and I'm just so grateful. And if you haven't left a review or haven't shared any words with me, I welcome you to do that if you have them, no pressure. But if you've gotten value out of this podcast, it would mean so, so much to me if you could write a review and yeah, share it with anybody that you think would find value in it. Now let's get into the episode because I, I want to make sure that I get through everything with um, just a lot of you know, saying everything I want to say in terms of these lessons. So I'll give you some context of what this year looked like really quickly. I'll try to run through it really fast. But this year, I started the year um, finding out I was pregnant. I found out I was pregnant December of last year. And it was towards the end of the year. And I... Before I got my first trimester symptoms, I thought like I was invincible and I could do anything and I can, but I think I was just overly optimistic. And when January hit, it was about week three of January or week two of January, I should say, I started to get some of the first trimester symptoms, started to become very nauseated, um, started throwing up, just feeling sick all the time, feeling super tired, all of that, right? As expected. During that time, I was also featured during featured on New York Times with a really good friend of mine, Erica Cruz, and we 
had such an amazing experience. We had a New York Times photographer come to my house and take photos of us as we celebrated our year. And I also attended a mastermind for my coach, Stacey Bayman, at that time. And I felt really optimistic for what went ahead. And that was the case. But when I got back, I also got COVID. And I remember feeling, one, incredibly sick, incredibly scared because I was had COVID and pregnant. And I also had a toddler that I really didn't want to get COVID. And I was also mad at myself. So that's how the year started. And that turned into a year of um, nine full months of first trimester symptoms. So it was nine months of very bad nausea, um, nine months of throwing up on a weekly basis, and just a very unpleasant pregnancy. And what I call a traumatic pregnancy, because it really, really was. And that and at the end of my pregnancy, as I, you know, when I had my baby, I also ended up having a C-section, which is a major surgery. And I, so much happened in, in my personal life behind the scenes. And then from a business standpoint, I went from, from selling one-on-one coaching one offer all year to selling one offer, a different offer this year, um, and completely changing my business model and learning so much about myself in on the way. So I decided to not sell any one-on-one coaching um, for the majority of the year. And I just focused on my mastermind. I took a maternity leave off of my business. I, uh, I, I mean, I'll talk about it in the lessons, but one of the bigger lessons that I learned this year is that I'm a really great leader, especially in my business and to my team. I realized I'm a really great manager and leader to my team. Um, they really enjoy working with me. And I think I've I've finally accepted that this year and has felt so good. Um, that is something that I w- always thought would be a really big problem for me and learning that I am a good leader and that I know how to do things and that I'm not the hottest mess has been such a wonderful lesson learned. Um, but there's also been so much growth on on many other ends in my business as well. But yeah, it's been a wild, wild, wild year full of ups and downs. So let's talk about the five lessons that I learned this year in 2022. All right, y'all. 2022. The first thing I want to talk about, I've talked about this before, but I think it's important to not only remember this over and over again, but to 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 really practice this this belief or 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 to practice this. And that is understanding and really coming to terms that 
your income level, especially as an entrepreneur, your revenue level, it doesn't equal your success. I started this year um, coming from a phenomenal year, right? Like in 2021, I hit over multiple six figures with one single offer. I had a monumental year. It was like amazing. It was such a high. And although it was, it was also a tough year in in many other ways, it, it was, it was, it was a very abundant year. I felt like finally the fruit of my labor, like I finally, you know, got to see what that looked like. And for me, coming into this year, I was very attached and I didn't know this until I changed my business model and really started preparing for my the for launching my mastermind but I was so attached to the income that my business has or the or my business bank account and I made that the success of like myself as a coach and what I learned this year is that that's just not true it's never ever true the success of your business is not about the money in your bank. It's not about how much you sell every month. It's not about the amount of clients you get. That's just not what equals success. I think in my eyes, I've had to remind myself over and over that what I find as success is my clients getting results. What I've find as success, what I define as success is seeing the domino effect of my coaching and the coaching my clients do as well and how it impacts the community. Like I've really, really had to learn that uh, my worthiness does not come from the results that my business exudes or comes out of my business. It's just not true. And it's not true for you either. You are so much more than the results that your business brings in. And there are there are so much, I think we just get so stuck in our own metrics as coaches, right? So like I'm a business coach, so money is going to be important, right? Like some of my clients are health coaches, so those metrics might look different for them, but we could kind of get stuck in our own industry, in our own kind of um what, you know, what what success looks like for our industry and I think this year I just really realized that my I I I know exactly how to create business when I need to create business and it's it's never like my business success is never defined by the amount of money I make because I've made a lot of money and I've continued to make a lot of money even though I had a crazy year and traumatic pregnancy and all of this. And I've 
I'm, I am even more sure that like, oh, this is not success. Success is creating the life that I dreamt of. Like I'm already so successful. I'm already so much closer to everything I ever wanted. And I, I, I've had to remind myself of that and tell myself this story that like I'm in the process of growth. I'm living it. Like this is my story. I'm in the middle of it. It's not far ahead of me. I'm in it right now. And I think that's so important for us to realize and for you to realize that like what the success that you want so badly, although there is a number attached to it, I need you to look at your life and I need you to look at the freedoms that you've created for yourself. I need you to look at the risks that you've taken. I need you to look at the voice that you've created within yourself, the family you've created, the friends you've made, the lifestyle you have chosen, like all of that that is how you can define success because that is what like you only you can define it so this year i really learned that lesson that like my business isn't what makes me successful i am the one that says i'm successful and i choose to look at my life as successful for so many reasons than one And I want you to be able to look at your life and realize how far you've come and that you're already a success and that you don't need your business to define whether you're a success or not. You're already in the middle of that, in that growth. Number two, this year I really learned that my business is so much more sustainable than I thought. I completely changed my business model and I went from selling every single month to selling twice a year. Now, if I didn't if I didn't have a baby and if I didn't get pregnant, I would have been selling one-on-one right along my my um my mastermind. That isn't the case this year because I was pregnant because I needed the time and the space. I only, I went straight to group and it definitely did affect my revenue, but I mean, I still made a whole bunch of money and even more importantly, I realized how sustainable my business can be and how much trust that I have in myself, which I'll talk about a little bit later, but This year, I really learned that like my business can be sustained off of spurts of um, income, right? Spurts of revenue, I should say. Like I realized that literally I got paid basically twice this year. And that was really scary in the months that I wasn't getting paid, right? Like the months that I wasn't having money come in, uh, it was super nerve wracking and scary. And, and I'm, I'm super privileged where I don't like, it's not going to affect my livelihood if I don't make money in my business. And I know that's a huge, huge privilege. That being said, it wasn't always that way. And I always know, and, and I'll talk about this a little bit later, 
Um, but I, I've, I've come to terms with the fact that like, I'm never going to let money be an issue for me because I know how to make money, whether it's in my business, whether it's in a job, whether it's working as a bartender or a barista, or I don't care. Like I'll, I'll freaking scrub floors to make money if that's what I need to do. And I have no problem with it. Like my ego is put aside if I need money in my life for my livelihood, period, end in point. And I think that's served me really, really well because I don't really have to worry, right, about money at the levels I, I mean, I do worry about money in like so many other levels sometimes, but the, in big picture moments, and I think especially this year, as I have learned that my business is more sustainable than I thought, I've really learned and kind of just trusted myself at deeper levels that one, my business can sustain this type of business model, one. And two, I'm never, ever, ever going to let anything happen in my either business or my life that is going to put me in a situation where I don't have the money I need to do the things I need to do, period. And I say it with such confidence because I've just decided it right? Like I've just decided it. I'm always going to have the money that I need in my life because I'm willing to do what I need to do to get it. And the ego, my ego, I will easily put that aside. I don't need to prove shit to nobody. Like I just don't. I'll do whatever I need to do for myself, for my family anytime. And I just have no problem with it. And because of that, I am able, I'm, I have the energy to sustain my business because I'm not, I've learned, I should say, I've learned to, to not stress about money as much as I used to. And I really practiced that this year. Like I've really learned that your, your business can be sustainable and this year I've kept it afloat even while changing my business model. I've always had, you know, the the cash I've needed. Well, I shouldn't say always, but I've always um I I kept my business in cash flow positive for the most part except for a personal loan that um I took out for my mastermind. But since then that's been paid back and I just feel I've, you know, I've really tested my business this year and I've realized like, okay, I got my back. I know what to do. And even in the tough years, I know how to handle this. And here's the thing, like there are going to be things that happen in your life sometimes where you need to test out like, okay, can my business go through this season? Right? Like I think about people I think about small businesses a lot like in who live in places like with hurricanes or or I live in California and we have earthquakes here and although earthquakes don't happen a lot there are lots like it can have a lot of damage to a lot of businesses and to be honest I've just learned that like if you are in business you are gonna have times where it you know either either life is going to happen or there's going to be some type of c- 
conditions that put your business into a hole and um and that's 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 okay that's normal like there will be seasons in your business i just always want you to know that you can get out of them and that sometimes things are just going to be a little hard and that's okay you're going to get out of them and it is a season um but it it it's yeah it, it you can create that sustainability um, you just got to get creative. You got to trust yourself. You got to put your ego aside and make that happen. And that's what I learned about myself this year is like, wow, like I really sustained and kept my business afloat throughout the year. And I'm really proud of myself for that. Number three is the best lesson. And one of the lessons I'm most excited about is that I, um, I really learned how to lead my team this year and delegate. So I have two people on my team, three technically, but, um, the third, uh, just, I just started with them and, uh, it ended up not working out. So it's, it's really a two person team for the majority of the year. And, I have really watched myself turn into the type of leader that I really, really am proud of. I have organized an entire maternity leave and I had guests come on and coach my clients, uh, guest coaches. I, um, I mean, I'm just so proud of myself. <laughs> Not here's the thing is like I really thought that this was going to be something that I would struggle with for a long time in my business and that I'm a really bad I'm really bad at delegating and I'm really bad at this and I used to tell myself a lot of stories that I was bad, bad at delegating and that I'm such a hot mess and that I um whatever the case is, but as I've worked with these two team members for an entire year now, and one of my, uh, one of my, my project slash podcast manager, she has been with me for almost two years. I've realized that like, I, I'm a really great manager and people like working for me. And I'm really proud of that because it's a big part of who I am in terms of why I started. And that makes me really, really happy. And they also do such a great, great job um, with like when I show up as the leader, my team is just even they're amazing at even new heights. And it's just been such a lesson this year. I think my maternity leave, planning my maternity leave, planning my maternity leave from my business, but also from my group program and really communicating throughout that process so that my entire all of my clients would know what's happening. All of the guest coaches would know what's happening. My team knows what's happening. I took the entire time off and I could just be with my baby to organize something like that. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of planning and a lot of organization and a lot of preparing. And that alone was such an experience for me and it just made me so proud and it really elevated the way I thought about myself and um, 
it's it's just been such a huge lesson because it really helps me realize that like I'm so much more equipped than I thought in terms of scaling my business to a million dollars. So that has been a wonderful lesson to just expand my cap- expand my capacity of being a leader and making big business decisions, right? And planning and organizing an entire maternity maternity leave has been such a unique experience and one that I'm just really proud of. So that was a wonderful lesson. Um number 4, so this is actually goes back to something that I mentioned earlier. Number four is that making money is a skill that will never, ever, ever, ever leave you if you can just accept that. Like once you know how to make money in your life, like in your business, you have you have something nobody could ever take away from you. And this year, I really, really learned that because I had to turn that switch on to sell multiple times. And I I didn't have many options to sell in the middle of it. I guess I could have made options, but I didn't want to make options to sell in the middle of those time frames when I was pregnant or postpartum. And I really proved it to myself that like, oh my God, I know how to make money anytime I need to make money. Sure, maybe I didn't make as much money as I want, or maybe I didn't, you know, reach the goals that I wanted or whatever. But regardless, like I know how to make money and so do you. And it's such an important not I wouldn't say this is a lesson, but it's so important for you to affirm that in yourself over and over and over and over again and not forget it and actually realize like if you've made I don't care if you've made $10,000, right, in one year in your business. If you've made $10,000 in one year in your business, that's a lot of fucking money. Like I just want you to think about and that you created that from scratch, right? Like if you created $30,000, that's a lot of money. If you created $50,000, that's a lot of money. And nobody gets to take away that skill from you because you've done the work and you'll continue doing the work to get better and better and better at it. And I think it's just so important for all of us to really affirm that in ourselves and really remind ourselves that like nobody's ever going to take this away from me. My business isn't going to just drain because I forgot how to sell. No, I'm going to continue selling. It's something I know how to do. And that's what I want you to tell yourself. And it's something that I have had to tell myself multiple times this year and it's it's just true guys like if you've sold you've sold you know how to sell you just got to practice it more and get better and better and better at it and that's okay all right number 5 i can grow a family and grow my business run my business at the same fucking time i can grow my family i can have a baby and make six figures at the same fucking time. 
I am so over society telling us the story that a mother has to choose between her family and her business or her career and that if she chooses her career, if she chooses her ambition, she's a bad mom or she's a not good enough mom or she should all of her decisions should be based on her family and the well-being of her family. I call such fucking bullshit. No, you do not have to make all of your decisions for the better, like to make your family better. It doesn't have to be like that. You can have the best family in the world. You can have a great relationship with your husband and a great relationship with your children and you can have a career. You don't have to pick. I am so over. I am so over the story that society tells mothers over and over and over again that they have to do everything around the house and they have to cook all the meals and they have to watch the kids 24-7 and that the husband doesn't have to do this or that. Like, fuck that. That is some bullshit. And I also, like, here's the thing. I realized this year that like, holy crap, not only can I scale my business, but I can also grow my family at the same time. And the reason I'm able to do that is because I have the support of my partner. But I will say this, my partner supports me because I fucking ask for it. My partner supports me because I tell him exactly what I need. My partner supports me because I always am willing to ask for what I need. That's why. I mean, he's also a good guy. (laughs) But like, here's the thing, y'all. If you are a mother and you're listening to this and you want to grow your family at some point, or if you want to be a mother one day and you want to continue growing your business, here is what I'm going to tell you. The mother, like being a mother, and if you're a mom, you know this, you're always going to take more of the weight, right? Because you, if you're, if you're, you know, if you give birth, that person who gives birth is going to carry more weight, period, end in point. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, right? And when the baby comes, you're probably going to still carry more weight. And that's okay. But here's what I ask of you. Learn how to be selfish. Learn how to ask for exactly what you need. Learn to let your partner do things on their own. Learn to let your partner parent on their own own. Let, like learn to not, you know, I think a lot of the, uh, of what I've had to learn how to do this year is just letting my partner do the things he does his way 
because it's in support of what I need and what I asked for, right? So like if you're going to ask for support from your partner, let them support you, but let them do it in their way. And a lot of people don't want to do that. They're like, I want you to support me and I want you to do it exactly this way. And it's like, no, you got to pick and choose your battles, bro. You really, really do. You really do. It is all, like, it's possible to have all of the things, but you're not going to have all the things all at once. So learn to let go of, like, what your ego wants and just accept the support the way you can get it sometimes. And also learn how to manage the emotions of, you know, having really uncomfortable feelings. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say uncomfortable feelings, having really shitty feelings. Like sometimes you're just going to have to feel selfish. Sometimes you're just going to have to feel like a bad mom, even though you're not one. It might feel like that when you choose to work on your business instead of putting your baby to sleep. Like it's going to feel crappy sometimes. And that's okay because to be honest, you're never not going to just feel crappy sometimes. You're always going to be put in that situation, whether you're growing your business or not as a mother. So you got to pick your poison. You got to pick your, you know, um, what's the, the word I'm looking for? You have to like pick the, you're going to feel sadness. You're going to feel selfish. You're going to feel whatever, right? Like you got to pick how you're going to feel that. And for me, I've grown a capacity to learn how to let like my partner do the things he does. And sometimes I feel like a shitty mom about it. And I have to learn how to sit with that emotion and remind myself that I'm not right. Remind myself that I'm the best freaking mom and the best freaking partner. And that if I'm ever not, I'm always going to work on that. Right. Like I've had the work will continue as my kids grow but this year I've really learned that like I can do both and I'm going to be fine building my business to millions and millions of dollars while being a mom and while being a wife. It's possible. It's not just possible. It's like it's it's happening. <laughs> All right, y'all. Those were my lessons of 2022. What I want for you for the last week of the year and for the beginning of the new year, I really want you to just sit in gratitude with how far you freaking come and trust yourself to plan out whatever you want to plan out for 2023 Trust yourself and trust your brain and trust your experience that you know what you're doing and that whatever you want to create in the next year is possible, but it is going to take you taking a back seat on knowing, on doing everything the perfect way and knowing all of the how. Like you're just going to have to figure it out. That is the name of the game. And let it like let the 
the desire to want to know exactly how everything's going to work and the perfection, all of that, like let it go and just let yourself learn and become the best at what you do. I promise you that's going to bring you so much closer to where you want to be in your business. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for hanging with me this year. Thank you so much for your love. Thank you for all of it. I send you my big, 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 big love and a big, big hug. And I just, yeah, thank you. Happy, happy new year. I will see you on the other side. Hey, amiga, if you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. To get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out Four Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, katdalkarman.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.